Welcome to The PR Show, the podcast for business leaders and marketers in need of simple strategies to build their brand and ultimately land major media coverage. Here's your host, Kerry L. Watt. Hello and welcome to The PR Show with Kerry L. Watt. Um, Today we're doing something a little bit different. We are streaming live on LinkedIn as we're recording this and I'm going to be asking uh, listeners, viewers to give me their questions when it comes to PR and marketing. So if you've been listening to the show you'll know uh, that I invite guests on to have a little chat and uh, ask me PRE marketing content questions and we just sort of like a live coaching call really so because I'm one of the lucky few in the UK to have LinkedIn live um, we're going to be doing something a little bit different and recording this show while we are live on LinkedIn now I was inspired to do this by the lovely Pete Matheson who I've just seen has commented hello good morning Pete um now and he I went into his studio last uh last week I think it was and they were streaming to loads of different places and it was so cool so I'm going to yeah I was kind of inspired by that and thought what can I do so I thought podcast and LinkedIn live um so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be answering all the comments and questions and I've got a few extra questions that people have been asking me because I've been I post a lot on social media like you know what's the number one frustration you have or you know the thing that you're really scared about when it comes to PR so I'm going to be answering some of those as well but I would love if anyone who's watching live would throw in some comments so we can get some really juicy um answers out there and no question is too silly you know you you've just got to be the brave one and ask because I'm sure 20 you know thousand other people want to know what you want to know um so this is fantastic the first question I've got on here is Libby which is my little sister who always comes and uh you know friendly trolls me when I go live so good morning Libby hello shout out to Libby what there um, she asked me what kind of tea I'm drinking. It's literally just like English breakfast tea. Nothing very exciting. So that's not com- not PR related at all. But uh, but there we go. That's my tea. I haven't been very adventurous with my teas today, unfortunately. Um, I need you here, Libby. We need to um we need to jam when it comes to our hot beverages. We're always like trying out new and cool um syrups and flavored teas and things. We need to have a little tea party. Um, so what I'm going to do while I'm waiting for people to throw in some live comments, um, uh, actually it's a good point really when, when I ask people, what would you love to know about PR? Lots of people are really unsure. They don't really understand what it is or maybe what their questions might be. So to give you a couple of examples, um, (laughs) okay. So, and second question. So the first was tea related. Now this one is what's the flower? Um, I presume you mean that one and I can't tell you what it's called it was just hot pink and really pretty so for anyone who's listening and can't see there's a lovely pink flower in the background Um, and yeah I just really liked it sorry can't help you Toby but great question (laughs) Um, okay cool so we've got our first question from Pete Um, so what I was gonna say was if um, 
yeah, people don't always know what they want to ask about PR because they don't probably understand it. So to give you a couple of examples, if you've maybe you think you've got some news, but you're not really sure how to share it, maybe you're not really sure, um, you know, what your strategy should be um, when it comes to putting yourself out there, then ask me that. Just say, I've got this product. Um, how do I sell it? How do I get it in front of the right people? Um you could ask me about pitching so like how to actually write that email that's going to get you on someone's radar and get that yes you could ask um you know how to leverage media coverage that's really important as well because lots of people say oh well i was featured here um and then i didn't get any business from it and i'm like well did you tell anyone about it no well that's probably why nothing spectacular really happened so leveraging and you know uh, the, the stuff that happens after the media coverage that's where my brain explodes and I love 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 I think it's actually my favorite bit I get a real buzz helping clients get media coverage but I really like the um the things that then come afterwards so you could ask about that um you could ask maybe you're shot on time or you have got no budget whatsoever uh and you want to ask me you know how to do pr on a shoestring any questions like this anything goes um so i'm going to take to the questions now uh so pete is asking what's your take on video marketing for pr um in the sense of uh yeah okay so i really love video um because you know as we know video is super popular but um, I think what's great, uh, what really helps me when I'm working with companies, so I'll often sort of come in as like their comms director or just their PR lead. Um, and if they've already got content, they've already got video, then that is really helpful for me because then I can make sure that everything kind of matches what they're doing internally. And also, you know, videos are things that, you know, we can embed them in press releases or press kits and uh, there's just so much you can do with video um so certainly if you're already doing stuff i know um pete and his company techers they do loads of video and they're doing it really really well um so there's lots of PRable stuff in there um so hopefully that answers or well maybe not fully answers but helps a little um right i'm gonna have a sip of tea and oh my goodness okay we've got loads of questions coming in mm. there we go keeping it real today with the tea um sam says do you shape pr towards a certain agenda oh yes sam we do because if you're if your objective is to get new clients you want to get in front of your dream clients, right? If you your objective is to win an investment, you want to get in front of investors and those kind of people. If you literally just want uh, a few cool logos for your as seen in image, then you're going to go for the bigger names and maybe not the, yeah, it's more about credibility boosting rather than getting in front of clients that are going to you know buy your stuff. Um, so absolutely, I my strategy is always, you know, who are we trying to get in front of and what is the point of this? You know, why are we actually doing this? That is always, um, they are always my first questions, always. So yeah, definitely shape um, PR strategies towards a certain agenda or objective. So hopefully that answers your question, Sam. Um, Toby says the flower is beautiful. Oh, well, thank you, Toby, you're beautiful. 
Um, I don't know if you are. I'm just I'm just saying that. <laughs> but I'm sure you are. Um, Tony asks, what's a good first step in PR for a startup with no budget? And how do you budget for PR to get the best value? Okay, so to answer the second question, how do you budget for PR to get the best value? Um, I would say as long as you've got that objective, like the what is the point of you doing PR? Is it to get you know people through the door? I, I don't know what you do, Tony, but I can see your job title is general manager. So I'm guessing you are general managing a business that will need customers. Um, so uh, you wanna yeah figure out what your objective is, what you're actually trying to achieve uh, and who you want to get in front of. And then you'll be able to um, get Oh my goodness, now my sister's texting me nonsense. Oh, she's so silly, sorry. Um, yeah, so your PR is usually free, right? So it's your, uh, you invest your time in you know researching the right places and putting yourself out there and, and things like that and then actually delivering it. So whether that's going on telly or writing articles or something. Now, whilst that is free, your time definitely isn't and even if you're on a budget it's easy to think oh I'm just going to do everything myself but um, uh, you've still got to be quite strategic with that right so I thoroughly recommend you know doing you know you can do PR yourself I'm you know self-taught initially um, so you know it can be done with the right guidance certainly um, but yeah just remember that I would say to get the best value for your PR efforts is making sure that you know what you're actually trying to achieve, like what you're actually trying to do. If it's customers through, you know, feet through the door, then just focus on your ideal client and um, figure out firstly who that dream client is or your ideal customer base, um, which hopefully most people know anyway. And then looking at what media they are reading, what they are watching and what they're listening to. Those are really, really important. Um, because you have to know who you want to get in front of and how you're going to do it. So if you know your ideal client, people that you want to walk through the door are a certain type of person, you know, you know, what job they do, how much they earn, what their home life is like, you know, what business is like, all that kind of thing. Um, that's really important stuff to know. Okay, so um, once you know that, so for instance, if you know that your ideal client drives to work, they listen to certain podcasts on that drive, then you might want to get interviewed on those podcasts. Or if you know that without fail, they get a certain, you know, industry magazine delivered to their desk every single week or month, then try and see how you can get in that magazine. Do you see where I'm going with that? Hopefully that makes sense um, and answers your question, Tony. So um, and his other question, sorry, for Tony was, what's a good first step in PR for a startup with no budget? Um, so similar to what I just said, basically, is just making sure that you're using your time um, in the best way possible and not sort of wasting time for no reason. Um, figure out what your objective is, what you want to achieve, whether that's more clients, investment, um, certain sales, or you're trying to sell a particular product, who your ideal client is, just focus on getting in front of those. Jennifer asks, do you need a unique story to get your business in the news? Um, well, you certainly certainly don't want a mundane rubbish story. Um, but I mean, it's really hard to find a completely unique story. But certainly it's, you know, your stories have to be newsworthy, right? So they've, you know, there's got to be um, a certain point to them. 
Um, and I mean, it's if you kind of think about what Jennifer, like what you're good at, what your zone of genius is, like what your expert topics are, I usually try and say, just think of one thing that you want to be known known for. So for instance, Jennifer, on your LinkedIn title, it says SEO geek for startup businesses, right? So I would assume from that your zone of genius, your expert topics is SEO for small startup businesses, like right there. Um, so what you want to do is try and you can either go about it as getting you and your company in the media. So that could be you sharing something that you've overcome or a personal story or maybe, you know, how to start up or how to blah, blah, blah. Or you can focus on the more sharing your expertise. So that could be giving an expert comment on a news story. It could be, um, you know, sharing how to articles, stuff like that, really. Um, but certainly you need a newsworthy story um, to share and not just like, hey, we're open for business because no business magazine, no, uh, no, no one's going to really be interested in that because unfortunately there's so many businesses, you know, and even if there wasn't that many businesses, it's just, you've got to be exciting, right? That's, you've got to keep someone's interest. And also things have to be obviously appealing to the media outlet themselves but they're just thinking of their audience. So you have to find the right story for that newspaper or that magazine's audience. It has to be right. So hopefully that helps Jennifer. Uh, Mike, oh, hey, Mike, says, hi, Kerry, no question from me. Just wanted to say that you're awesome at PR. Oh my God, thanks, Mike. <laughs> Nothing more to say other than that. Thank you, cheers, Mike. Oh, well, cheers you, Mike. Thank you very much. Um, if anyone doesn't follow Mike Spink on LinkedIn, you must because he does really, really funny videos and they're very entertaining. Um, and yeah, thoroughly recommend you connect and, uh, and, uh, and give them a watch. Um, Sam say, asks, if you had a big event, oh, I love events. Um, if you had a big event like a film launch, would you do a PR sort of blast versus a spread of pieces? which would make the biggest impact. When you say a spread of pieces, uh, a PR sort of blast versus a spread of pieces. By that, Sam, do you mean, I think you mean um, a quick short burst of stuff rather than a long-term um, thing? I think that's what you mean. Um, which would make the biggest impact? Um, I think, um, what make the biggest impact i with anything it kind of depends what you put in it if you do like a big long-term and got um a long-term strategy lost the word then um then you might yeah it could go either way couldn't it as long as you put your all into it a short-term pr blast as you've said um because i do this for clients as well we'll just go all hands on deck for like two or three months um Okay, so Sam says, so 10 at once versus 10 over four weeks. Ah, okay, cool. So personally, I would do a few over those four weeks. So I quite like, um, I usually go in to come and like do um, help companies for like three months because that gives us enough time to sort of, you know, uh, hit the ground running and start seeing results as well um, because it isn't always instant. Certainly when you're pitching to the media, there might be some no's or you might be unsure and not really know what your story is and where you're kind of going to put yourself just yet. So there can be a little bit of, you know, um, 
not teething problems, but just it's it's not. Welcome to the PR Show, the podcast for business leaders and marketers in need of simple strategies to build their brand and ultimately land major media coverage. Here's your host, Kerry L. Watt. Always instant. Um, so yes, if you're going to do like 10 at once or 10 over four weeks, I personally would recommend over four weeks because it's just the same with marketing, right? So when your ideal client or whoever is seeing you constantly, there's that consistency, um, people really take notice. And I think, um, I think that's really powerful, you know, and that's the same with any kind of, you know, marketing, advertising campaigns, uh, is that consistency, isn't it? And, and continuity and people repeatedly seeing your face your logo your business name whatever it is um so yeah I, I would recommend doing something over over a few weeks but it might be that you do all of your pitching and all of the sorting out now because the once the yeses come in they might not all publish straight away so you could get like 10 yeses now and only two will go live next week and then one the next week and you know a couple in two months time because obviously they're all working to different deadlines, right? Um, so it's definitely worth doing a, yeah, a short push is um, never a bad thing. A long-term strategy is obviously great, um, but you know the short-term works uh, well as well, as long as you've got a strategy and you kind of go all in and love it and do a good job, right? Um, uh, da, 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 da. What other questions have we got? I think that's it. So Mike says, I'm not gonna comment on the flour or tea, However, I expect you have biscuits hidden under your desk. Do you know, Mike, everyone, I don't actually have biscuits hidden on my, on, in my desk. I usually do. I've usually got sweets and all kinds, but I'm trying to be good this week and last week. I haven't had any sweets or anything or biscuits. Actually, that's a lie. I had a custard cream yesterday at my son's harvest festival um, thing. I caved. Oh, well, never mind. But no, no biscuits today, Mike. Um... So yeah, has anyone else got any more questions while we're live? Sam says, thank you, smiley face. Well, thank you, Sam, no worries. Thank you for asking, appreciate it. I love answering questions, it's so fun. Um, but yeah, uh, okay, yeah, so I had a couple as well. Um, so I said at the beginning, so what happens is I quite regularly um, will post on, uh, I love LinkedIn as a platform, so I'll quite regularly post, you know, who's got any questions, uh, what do you want to know about PR and stuff, so um, people quite regularly ask me about um, speaking at events, um, because I think th there's kind of a fine line, isn't there, between PR and marketing, and, and I really enjoy both, so it's fine. Uh, so people have been asking me recently about how to get... Um, how to get speaking gigs basically. Um, and the short answer is, is basically just to find, it's exactly the same, right? So the, the process is exactly the same as when you're trying to find new clients, right? So if you wanna speak at events uh, or award ceremonies or whatever it is, you wanna be on stage somewhere, um, you just kind of figure out who the organizers are, right? Who are the, who are the event organizers? Who's the, who's the decision maker? And try and get in front of them. That could be by, you know, a friendly stalk on social media um, and sort of, you know, engaging with their staff um, and maybe getting on their radar in that way. Uh, I've been asked to speak at events just by doing that because I've been on people's podcasts or 
I've sort of, they recognise my name because I've, you know, commented, oh, I loved your article or loved this or I'm listening to your show or whatever it is, I've engaged with them in some way on social media. So they kind of are familiar with my name and they'll know who I am. Um, and then when I pitch myself to them as a guest, they'll know who I am or they'll be looking for guests and they will approach me because they'll know who I am. Um, so if you want to speak at events, find out who the organisers are. Maybe if it's uh, not a long-standing event, uh, you know, check out who they had speaking last year um, and see, you know, um, how that person did or what they spoke about and see if there's a, a new angle um, or something else you can bring to the table. Uh, so we've got another question from the LinkedIn Live um, livers. I guess. How would you go about changing a target market's viewpoint on a certain topic? Oh my goodness, that's mega. I need tea for that one. Um, okay, that's cold now actually, that's gross. I wanna put that to one side. Um, how would you go about changing a target market's viewpoint on a certain topic? Okay, so this kind of falls into like brand reputation really, I guess. Um, this is what, um, Oh, I love it so much. Um, I'm actually in the process, like even with, like in my personal life, there's a certain group um, and seem to be um, trying to do like my brand rep workshops with them. <laughs> I love it. Um, so this is quite a tricky one when someone or well, a group of people, so your target market have a certain viewpoint on something. It can be really hard to change their mind, but what's the number one thing that's gonna help change their mind is education right so if i feel a certain way and then someone brings me some information and i go oh wow oh oh wow i wouldn't say that i'd say oh wow um oh you know i didn't realize that i'm intrigued by this i'll find out more or just from that piece i might be able to change my mind or at least you know the barriers are coming down a little bit um so going about changing someone's viewpoint, a whole group of people's viewpoint on a topic can be quite tricky. It can be a long, definitely a long-term thing, depending on how against the uh, your product or um, whatever it is that you have that people are against or they've got a negative um, viewpoint on. It can be the long game because it can take a long time. As they say, you know, it can take 20 years to build a brand and seconds to destroy, you know, if, if something happens and people kind of lose faith in you. So it can be tricky, but certainly um, achievable. I would say the first point would be, you know, how can you educate people and how can you um, educate and advocate for that product, service, that cause, whatever it is that you're trying to do, um, how can you you know, what is it that you want people to know? What is the viewpoint now? What is it that you want people to know? And then hopefully you can find, you know, some strategies to start changing their mind, really. There's no one size fits all. Obviously, I don't know what the viewpoint is or what you would want them to change their mind on. Um, but certainly, you know, we all have strong opinions about things, don't we? About causes or I don't know, politics, health, you know, we've all got an opinion on stuff. So it can be tricky with people's opinions, but certainly not um, impossible. Um, and I personally really enjoy the challenge. So I love stuff like that um, because, yeah, it's just changing people's views on, on you, um, which can only come by, you know, sharing the truth with them and, and educating them. So hopefully that helps.
Um, so I wondered, before we click off, we are still recording live on the PR show, which is so cool. Um, has anyone else that's joining us live on LinkedIn Live got any more questions? I think that's probably it, isn't it, really? We've been going for like 25 minutes. It's awesome. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I had an extra question from um, before. Okay, so, you know, when you pitch to the media... So this is our final question. When you pitch the media and then you hear crickets, right? I speak to so many people that go, oh yeah, I'm going to do PR. I'm going to get in the media. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm so excited. They're like really buzzing. Maybe they've been on one of my workshops or watched a webinar or something. So like there's that instant buzz of, oh yeah, I can't wait. This is amazing. Um, and then they've sent one email out, not heard anything back and... Um, and then they give up because they just hurt, you know, pitch to the sound of crickets um, or tumbleweeds. Um, and that makes me really sad, right? It's like if you're just like if you're applying for a new job or you're pitching for new clients, you can't just give up after one go, right? So it could be that that person received your email and they were going to reply to it after lunch and then forgot. Or it could be that it just got to the wrong person. Okay, so if you put yourself out there, you are emailing people, you're calling, tweeting, whatever you're doing to get in front of the media and they don't respond, just try again. And when I say try again, I don't mean like bombard them with the same piece of information because that's kind of annoying. Um, but it might be that you just need, you know, the timing was off or maybe the topic was wrong. Um, you've just got to maybe tweak the story in some way or rewrite the email that you wrote. Maybe it wasn't informative enough. Maybe it just they didn't dig it or maybe they just covered something like that. Um, so I yeah, thoroughly recommend don't give up. Don't be disheartened. Um, just, you know, learn from it, move on and keep going because it will happen. Every single one of us has a newsworthy story within us without a doubt. So we can apps you can absolutely get media coverage for you, your business, your cause, whatever it is that you're trying to raise awareness of. Um, you've just got to find the right place um, and keep going, right? Um, so Sam on the comments says, um, agreed, education. Okay, so this is about changing people's viewpoints. So Sam says, agreed, education seems like the most logical way to do it. I guess a follow-up would be trying to make them change in a big way versus lots of small viewpoint changes. Yeah, totally agree. Um, thinking of something like the vegan movement, I guess it crosses over to marketing as well. Yeah, definitely, yeah. PR and marketing, certainly when it's, you know, you're talking a whole brand reputation, um, strategy the PR and marketing you know complement each other they there's overlap um so they kind of need to talk to one another I'm talking and saying as in like as if they're people you know this is Mrs PR and Mr Marketing um so uh so yeah well I'm really pleased that helped um question askers there's loads of questions that was so cool I'm really glad really pleased I could help yay um and yeah, so that's it really. That's all the questions we've got, all the live stream. So what we're gonna do now is I'm gonna um, say goodbye to you all and um, thank you so much for listening, for watching, for commenting and I will see you in another The PR Show episode and another LinkedIn Live very soon. Bye for now. 
You've been listening to The PR Show with Kerry L. Watt. Visit www.risingtide.agency for everything we talked about today, training and more. Tune in next time to get another yes from the press.